Welcome to the Mentality Podcast, where we have real conversations with real people about healthy masculinities. I'm your host, Lao Chokan, and throughout this podcast, we'll hear from a wide range of guests about the views and experiences of manhood. We'll look at the bits we should celebrate, but also its messy parts, while having a bit of a laugh. Hello everyone and welcome back to Mentality Podcast. Before we start, a few quick updates from my side. First, thank you ever so much for your support, donations and encouragements for the triathlon that I ran to raise awareness on men's mental health. If you want to see some pictures from the race day and some reflections that I put there, please check our Instagram page at man underscore mentoring. Don't forget to like or drop some comments on the on the post. And it goes without saying, if you're really enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends, but also subscribe, like or comment on whatever platform you're listening. And going back to today's episode, this is the second part of my conversation with Aaron from Maroon Fitness about men's mental health, masculinity and, of course, fitness. But also, there's a bonus episode that you can check out where Aaron and I are having a conversation about how to shift and change a mentality from a negative one to a positive one that will serve you. We also have conversations about race, society, and so on. It's absolutely a brilliant episode, so don't forget to check that one out. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Aaron from Arun Fitness. Two questions that I ask my, my guest. One of the questions is, um, what stereotype about men you dislike the most? It's so hard because, <laughs> um, like, for example, like, you know, men shouldn't show emotions or men, men I mean, should do only this or men should do that. I mean, I don't like any of those. But I'm just trying to, <laughs> I mean, I, the, I don't like any stereotype. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know which one I like. I dislike more than the other. I, I kind of dislike them all on the same equal level. I was trying to think if there's one specific stereotype about men that has affected my manhood the most. A specific, this is a tough question now. It's not, do, do people usually struggle with this? Yeah, because it's, 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 there's so many opportunities to choose from. Yeah, so it's, like, it's, like, it's like a pack of cards. And yeah. Like, choose one. <laughs> choose one, exactly. <laughs> so what I don't like is that there's a stereotype that just because you are a heterosexual male that you can't be feminine. And I dislike that. Because it's accepted if you're a part of the LGBTQ community, to be a feminine male, it's mm. accepted. But if you're a heterosexual male, it's not It's not really accepted. To, you're right, you must go to this question, like, oh, if you're a bit more, like, you know, the idea, for example, it used to be, like, in the early notice, like, you know, being metrosexual, where you, like, you know, you look very much after your appearance, and people were questioning, questioning your yeah. masculinity and so on. The, the reason I'm asking this kind of question is how we can dismantle these preconceptions, because what it means to be a man, it's a multitude of shapes and sizes. It's not only one, a one size at all. You have to be, you know, like as you talked about earlier, strong, fit, bulky and muscular. Yeah. If you're thin or if you maybe speak differently or dress differently or with something or dubious about you. So a way, I think, to, to conquer that, I think, is if men that, that feel the same way would work on themselves. Work on themselves, work on being comfortable with vulnerability, comfortable expressing traits that may be deemed as feminine. Be comfortable with it and do whatever it takes to feel comfortable with it. Expressing your balanced masculine and feminine energy that you possess. And, and don't try to cover one up with the other. Don't try to cover your, your feminine energy up with more masculinity because it just, it's just it leads to unbalance. 
you had just hit the nail on the head because that's one of the things that I learned working on, on myself, that we both, as men, for example, we are both a feminine and masculine side. Mm. And I think this exaggerated way of being a man, this toxic way of being a man, it's an overcompensation and rejecting the feminine side we have in ourselves. And yeah. vice versa, like women have a masculine and feminine like energy within them. And what, we, what I've noticed that we do as men, we suppress that. And but the moment we start to engage with it and accepting it, then we become more comfortable ourselves. Our true masculinity is kind of released. And then we exactly. can just like, I can be myself. Yeah, maybe I like to wear pink. That's fine. But yeah. then this is the thing with society that now pink is perceived as a stereotypical female color. But if you go back to the 1930s, then society was saying that pink is a boy's color. Wow. So see, even society, how it changes its mind. And if you follow changes. the society, what it says, what it means to be a man or, or what is not a male, man or male thing, you be, can become confused. So that's why I think it's important to find that to engage ourselves to see who we are, it's okay that, for example, in this case, I like pink. Yeah. And that's why I think it's important to embrace that side, whatever that side is, and then just know it's okay. That's why we, I spoke in a previous episode with one of the guests about healthy masculinities, because not idea of replacing the old code with the new code, is that actually there are multiple ways of being a man and they are all okay. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, would, I even, just having this conversation, I just thought back, it just made me think back to um, the incident with the, with the young boys that were fighting and stuff. Even the way in which I approached that situation, I would definitely say it was the feminine energy within me that came at them with love and open arms and a hug. And not like, hey, st stop that, separate, like, get your life on track, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? It was more so of, I love you. Do you know what I'm saying? It was more so of, I care about you. Do you know what I mean? And a mixture of both. Because even within that, I was assertively saying these things. It was both. I was shouting those words, you know? And I was making sure they heard me. And I was making my presence known. So I think, honestly, if we, if we as men can learn to really balance these energies within ourselves and use them effectively in everyday situations, whether it just be a conversation even, I think that, yeah, we we can really advance as, as humans, definitely. It will bring out sides in our counterparts, it will bring out sides in women that we haven't seen and vice versa. And we can continue learning and growing. It's really great because you added how we can just embrace and nurture that side of ours and just accept our full self. So the moment it feels like, oh, I only like my left side of the body. Literally. But I, and it feels a bit like distorted, or to use a fitness example, like, oh, I use, you know, I really make my upper body look really good, yeah. good biceps, <laughs> good, you know, chest, whatever. But then I have very skinny, thin legs. That looks a bit odd, right? Yeah. So you have to engage with a full body when you go to the exactly. gym, right? And the same we need to do in our, our inner self. Yeah. Just moving on to the last question is, what are some of the traits that you would recommend that men could work and would benefit them? To all the men listen, I would say definitely have platonic female friends. That will definitely add a lot of balance to your life and get comfortable in that space. Get comfortable being in a room with women and with multiple women, no matter what they look like, if they're extremely attractive or, or not your type at all, whatever it is, just be comfortable being friends with women first there's more to gain from our relationship with women and us sharing this earth with them than just that with sex so put it in perspective 
like a, a woman that's your friend, even if she's your wife, she should be your friend as well first. And so that's what it is, I would say. And that goes both ways. That goes both ways, definitely. But just because we're talking directly to men. You're spot on, Aaron, because this just breaks down the preconception of the binary of relationships. Either you're in a relationship with a woman and she's a lover, or you don't have any contact with women whatsoever. Being in somewhere in the middle and having a friendship, it helps to get that perspective and not to be filtered by the element that this person is in a relationship with me. And it helps us and the other side to be a bit more detached because we're not emotionally involved. So it's absolutely spot on advice um, to have female friends and to get their perspectives and also to see that women are not a monolith like every community. Someone might disagree with each other or they see things from a different perspective and having several female friends, it helps to enforce that actually it's not helpful to just categorize, oh, women say this or women think this way. 100%. The amount of balance they add to life is amazing when you have when you have these positive relationships the things that they can give you oh i can't even traits and things that you won't that you don't receive in your tribe of men we could all progress you know and we, we all need it men and women we both need it and men as well which is really good for men is that one day especially for a lot of men you're going to be fathers you might be father to a daughter or a son and you're going to need to teach him that so that he has a balanced life and if it's a daughter it's the same thing you're going to need to teach her that yeah i've uh, I can remember that actually the, the time in my life when that when that lesson hit me. I was a little bit embarrassing what it is what it is. I was in my kitchen with my mum and grandma and I was doing washing up and a, a very attractive, well, what I thought was attractive, a woman walked past the front of the house. I was young at the time, we was teenagers. So I ran out of my house. I, hormones were flowing from my body extremely. They were this when zero to 100, I literally dropped the washing up sponge I ran outside, yeah, no shoes. Out my, she just walked past the window, like, quick. And I saw her, and she was too far. And I was like, damn, she's too far, man. I'm not going to run down the road with no shoes on, yeah. So I came back down, and my mum and grandma was like, what just happened? What was that? Why did you just run outside? You didn't say anything, you just ran. And I said, there was a, a girl that walked past. From that day, they had told me, and they said, Aaron, you do not view women in that way. You don't know her. You don't, she, and then they, they basically talk, and I knew, I know that we're all people, but they said to me, she and women in general are people first. And something in my head just clicked when they said that. And I was like, oh yeah, like I've been viewing women, I've been taught in the society to view women as whatever society says women are. And I've been viewing them in that way. So if, if society says that attractive women are the ones you need to talk to and eventually sleep with or whatever, I've been treating them that way and seeing it that way first, right? And I've just been looking at it that way. But as I started taking a step and viewing it in the way that they're people first, I started treating them as people first, not as, not as a possible mate first. The same way I would treat um, a guy, I mean a guy, I treat him as a fellow human first. And then I'm like, okay, cool. And then it moves on from there. But I found with society, it would kind of, for a lot of, it warped, it, it has warped a lot of men's mind to see women as mates, possible mates or mates first. And we have to start viewing them as possible friends, possible colleagues, you know, possible neighbours first. I Honestly, what I like about it, because it reminds me of, the way perceptions or how things are defined but what we've been thought or been brought up with 
because again speaking physically about like yes we might be different but also we have a lot of things in common even yes. physically as as men and women and we have because we have again is like as i said earlier that my kind of epiphany during the black lives matter uh you know movement with george floyd like we all want like yes we might be different cultures mm. different genders but in the end we are we are we are one we should care about that because you are we are all fellow human being what i find very interesting there are certain cultures or certain languages for example like yoruba in in, mm. in, in nigeria that they don't have any genders when they describe you know the relationships they just mention I don't know exactly because I I don't know Yoruba, but yeah. I know that for example Yoruba or even Hungarian language, which is close to my part of the world. Yeah, and it was funny. It's funny to see how sometimes certain cultures or societies helps us realize that actually we move beyond our gender, which is in the end a social construction. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So many great nuggets of of gold that you just shared, and I hope that people can just take them away and take the learning. And one final thing is, if people want to learn more about Maroon Fitness, uh, where they can go to? Yeah, I'd say uh, definitely find us on social media. Everything is at Maroon Fitness. The website is about to launch. Depending on when you're listening to this, the website might already be launched. So MaroonFitness.co.uk, and you can also find us at multiple locations around around the borough as well. So come on down, join the Maroons. Thank you for tuning in today. And if you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe, comment or like on whatever platform you're listening from. And before you go, don't forget about the bonus episode where Aaron and I are discussing about how to change your mentality from a negative to a positive one to work for you. Stay tuned and keep listening to Mentality Podcast.